0: Hello and welcome back to the Rugby Collective podcast with myself and Will. We are back with another weekend, uh weekend, uh, another podcast full of entertainment and action uh based on the last and the upcoming uh weekend of, e- of rugby, not NFL. I nearly said NFL. That would have been a mistake. Um, we're gonna kind of focus a bit more on the coming week, um, the end of the pools, going into and teams trying to get into a bit of form before. They hit the knockout stages. We've had a few, maybe, I don't want to say quieter weeks, but some of the rugby... we are a lot of dead rubbers, I want to say. Um, hopefully, a lot of these games with teams trying to fight for position. Um, there's a lot on the line for some of these teams. I think the lower ones, they get uh, more points towards qualifying for the next World Cup. So, they've got ambitions to get onto that. And obviously, you've got the teams fighting to try and get the, into the quarterfinals still. So, lots to what look forward to this weekend. Will? You're going to have to carry me a bit if we when we talk about the last weekend. I was in Germany, so I didn't get to see much. Um, I'm hoping you got to see a lot of rugby.
1: I mean, yeah, I've, I've definitely watched a little bit of it. Um, I mean, I guess the important bit to start with, though, James, is how was Berlin? I haven't really spoke to you about it. How, loose? Not loose? Anything you can say? Anything you can't say? Um, it was all right.
0: It was all right. Um, yeah, a few dreas, a few beers, few steins. Um. The German people are interesting, um, but that's fine to say because we won't have any German listeners. They don't like rugby. Um,
1: a lovely Irish gonna, bar. A lovely I love Ar- how you can just. I love how you can just say this, knowing that you don't control the social media. Like I'm not about to but, take. Uh, the, they don't. Some angry Germans.
0: Do you know how uh, how many Germans are going to listen to the podcast? Not very many. It's not a big sport, is it? No.
1: But we um, we value each individual, James. So if there's uh, any Germans, if we got some German super them.
0: fans, happy days. But a lot of the people I met they, from your country. Are dickheads. Sorry, just want to put that.
1: Um, <laughs> the Irish I mean, bar, lovely. Got
0: if you're watch...
1: listening, and that's still in, that's because Will's forgot to cut it out. Let alone,
0: I don't think you need to cut that. Out. That's brilliant. This is what the people listen for. Um, got to watch the Scotland game in, in the Irish bar, um, which I mean was was well, it was kind of entertaining. It was a bit one sided, but
1: yeah, was that the only rugby you've watched this weekend?
0: Um, yes, well, no, I, I watched the Uruguay Namibia and I fit the Jama- Japan Samoa, I think I can't really remember, but uh, apart from that, yes, that was the only game I saw.
1: I mean, the I fact that, that you think you saw it tells us a little bit about your weekend.
0: Um, oh, no, no, the Japan Samoa was before we went, so I can't really remember the ballet.
1: All right, yeah, that was quite a while ago. That's fine, but we will we'll focus on some of the games to come a bit more, yes, um, a, a bit more. Um, can we can we start? Sorry, I just going to say, um,
0: I saw a bit of this game, but not much of it. What the hell happened to Italy?
1: I mean, yeah, we spoke a little bit about this beforehand, didn't we, James. But I think the best way to to describe this was going into it, and the thing is, there were a couple of just just idiots really for Italy had a chance. Just pure, just they just clearly don't know rugby thinking they had a chance of, of actually getting a result out of this game. Yeah. Imagine, um, predicting,
0: imagine predicting that Italy could win the game and actually knock yeah. New Zealand out of the World Cup.
1: It's bloody, do that? bloody absurd, really, to even, to even ponder that decision. But um, Well, we need to clip that up and put it online. Just <laughs> immediately. <laughs> that, that, that is being deleted. That, uh, last episode <laughs> that, being deleted. Last week's, week's pause is no longer available. I mean... <laughs> The premise of that prediction was if Italy came in on top of their game, targeting that game is, is the big one that they needed to win. Um, And New Zealand underestimated it and were off it like we, we've we seen them. They have been off it for, for a, a fair period now. You, you needed the the team at the top to come down uh, lower than their usual level and the team at the bottom to really play out of their skin. And what actually happened was New Zealand probably put together the best bit of rugby we've seen from them in a while Um accompanied with Italy playing some of the worst rugby we've seen from them um, also. So once you've got the golfing quality between the two teams as a general and then one of them underperforming massively and one of them performing better than we've seen for a while, it's always going to be a nasty result. But I did not expect it to be that nasty. And the only thing New Zealand will regret is not in 100.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think it really matters um, whether one team's on top form one t- uh, another team's on bottom form. Italy are a tier one nation, and no tier one nation should have ninety six points put on you. I don't care how bad a day you're having in the, in the office; you shouldn't be ninety six conceded that many tries. Um, and I know they scored one really late. Maybe get. I don't even think they got some dignity back. Not at all. But yeah, it's just it's just unacceptable. We. We're very, both of us are very pro-Italy. We we talk about Italy quite a lot when it comes to international periods like Italy, think um, they've got, yeah, really have been progressing and have got a much better squad and unit round um, than they had in previous years. But, yeah, that's just unacceptable. You can't lose like that. Um, you, you're never seeing uh, teams like, even you like Samoas and... Um, Japan's getting that that amount on them. The only teams you've really seen in this tournament get smacked around like that is your Romanias and um and your Namibias. Apart from that, no one else has had that high a number. And this is a team that's meant to be in the Six Nations every year. Like, it's just appalling. And to be honest, I don't know whether it's a lack of effort or what, because I, I didn't really see the game, as I said, but you can't. As a professional team, you shouldn't be losing like that.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. It's it's uh, it. Yeah, it's, it's not the result that uh, Italy would have wanted at all. But the performance was nowhere near what we wanted either. And it's it is really sad because it is a uh, a lot of a lot of Italians would have been really looking forward to this tournament as maybe a step up for the Italians to sort of prove what they can do, maybe take a little bit of the scalp of one of these big boys. And unfortunately, we haven't seen it. So um, it's going to be another four year cycle for Italy to. Um, to get back on their grind. Obviously, Kieran Crowley comes to his, the end of his um, of his um, time with with Italy as well. So, it be interesting to see how the new regime goes when that comes in. But for now, yeah, it's been a disappointing tournament for Italy, which I actually think held a fair bit of promise, even though they were in a horrible group. Um,
0: yeah, I think so as well. And also, the other thing I'm, I'm looking at now is, is oh, no, I don't want to question Lamoureux and, and stuff like that, Because he has been excellent and his leadership has been good. I've seen some of the videos come out of the chain. But I don't think under Parise that result happens. I don't think he allows. And Parise had teams which were a hell of a lot worse than this current Italy team. I don't think he allows his team to get destroyed and pulled apart like that.
1: It's tough to say, though, because we've seen Italy teams get rinsed under Parise. Yeah, but
0: what I mean is Parise's team was a lot worse a lot of the time than this current Italy team we know the I mean,
1: Italy team is a good team. Yeah, maybe I'm just being too protective because I, I love Lamar and I think he's, he's, he's brilliant. He, he's vastly underrated, I think, um, for the player he is. And obviously leadership we can only see a part of, but from all of the noises coming out of the Italy camp, his leadership is um, fantastic as well. But it's it's tough to say because with I, I love Parise as well, but we, we saw Italy teams get rinsed under him. So it's...
0: Yeah. yeah, maybe it's maybe it's not Lamor. Yeah, maybe it's more of a a wider squad issue then. they should have the pride in their shirt. they like, once it gets to your four, if you you're down really like a lot early doors, you just make like right. We're not going to end up having that ninety odd points. Put on us. when it gets to thirty. Right, let's put our heads on. We don't want to be under the embarrassment, and that just never happened, did it?
1: Yeah, I think if if perhaps they went into that game and they lost something like, if they lost by, say, 10, and and we were sitting here now saying, you know what, on another day, Italy would have turned that around. But you can then sort of say to, you can sort of say maybe Lamoureux's leadership wasn't wasn't quite good enough or, or maybe wasn't as good as it could have been. But I think to put a, a result like that down to one man is just, or, or not put it down to one man, but, but sort of say how important that his leadership yeah, yeah. was in the yeah. failure of that, I think is tough.
0: Yeah, no, I was just more thinking of you need to demand more for your players and have that respect just for your, your national team. Like, I can't imagine, obviously, I don't really look at Italian papers, but I can't imagine their headlines weren't very good the next day.
1: No, I can't imagine so. Um, but yeah, uh, back to the drawing board for Italy, I think, and we... They, how a- do you
0: go? Well, that's that's the next question, isn't it? How do they then move on to, obviously, France this week? How do you kind of try and avoid a similar result again this week?
1: Well, what they have done is they've come out and fortunately they've released their team early so we can um have a quick look and discuss it on here. But we've seen the, the switch. I know there's a lot of debate around how they would line up 10, 12 and 15 mainly. Um, What they've done is they've reverted back to Tommaso Allen at 10, uh, Garbisi at 12 and Capuazzo at 15. Coming into this tournament, I didn't think Tomas Welland would play a big part, but it's clear that um, Crowley really values him in this team. So the fact that he's starting him at 10 and then moving Garbisi around um, to accommodate that is is something they want to work on. Um, Towards the end of his time at Montpellier, um, Andre Pollard would often play 10 with Garbisi at 12 or vice versa. So Garbisi is familiar with that dual playmaker sort of role. Um, So maybe that's coming in. And then Maybe he, he just wants to see Capuazzo get on the ball a little bit more from fifteen rather than on the wing. Um I'm disappointed he's not started a dog I think a back three of um Ioni uh, a dog and capozzo is um is really exciting. Um but uh, it's not something we're gonna see this tournament, especially with all I, the hype coming into I it. I don't
0: that. understand this. I never
1: have understood this. When and a lot of teams do this, when you have a
0: player who's on the bench like a dog um And then you drop a player from your first team and then they bring someone in from the reserves and they start. Surely the player on the bench is the player you bring in to replace it. It doesn't make any... I never understand that when it's someone from the reserves.
1: It it has to be structural, right? It has to be a case of... um... But
0: Bruno's awful.
1: I don't think Bruno is awful. I don't think... He's certainly not as good as Doug in my book. But he, he probably offers you a little bit more balance with the backfield coverage.
0: I just In an area where
1: couples, so is perhaps
0: not as strong. Every time I've watched Bruno play, he's
1: atrocious. Atrocious is a bit harsh.
0: No, it's not. It's not.
1: It's not. Well, that's uh, another another guest that we'll never be able to get on. Um, oh, I'm very sorry, Bruno probably doesn't even speak English.
0: Can't come on our podcast.
1: We don't. We don't know this information. We don't know.
0: No, no, much to. more likely, we definitely know he can speak English.
1: We do, but I think surely that the. the there must be something about a dog who's coming off the bench with with sort of the power of well, pace guess, that he offers.
0: I guess his it's, it's versatility isn't it? he can play thirteen, he can cover both also feet. that,
1: yeah, also um, that. So. But I would have liked to see him start. I, I suppose you could say this France game is a little bit of a uh, an empty game now that they're, they're not going to get out of the pool. Um, so it's well, technically, can they? I mean, technically, they probably can, but it'd be pretty if they against beat the odds. France... And get a five-point win against France. Do so they go for It It would then depend on the New Zealand game, wouldn't it? Um, Do we think? Did New Zealand pick up a bonus point against Italy? I think they just managed it, didn't they? Just scraped it. Yeah,
0: maybe, maybe. I tell you what. I saw a stat though, and you say about Tommy Allen. Um, he hasn't. He's yet to miss a kick in the uh World Cup. Fifteen. He's got fifteen.
1: Yeah, which is obviously tremendously useful, isn't it? Um, I mean,
0: Richie Marango kicked about fifteen in their game, but. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean
1: they are on the same points as New Zealand. Um yeah. New Zealand's uh, got New Zealand's point difference is a plus 133 and Italy's is minus 14. So it'd have to be some turnaround if it went to points difference.
0: Well oh, Uruguay just do a job, just do a job on New Zealand. We've seen <laughs> Uruguay a, a not
1: awful, awful. I'm not slipping into the same trap as I did last week of making a uh, pretty outlandish. Um... I tell you what,
0: if 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 Uruguay beat New Zealand to knock them out of the World Cup, that and Italy beat France to knock them out of the World Cup, that would be my favourite thing to ever happen, just because so crazy.
1: Yeah, that would be absolutely loose, wouldn't it? So well, that would...
0: I had it's seen just... something that said if it was close between Italy and, and New Zealand, and say New Zealand hadn't got the bonus point win and had just won, they would obviously be a point behind. Yeah, um, and then if France could just put out an awful team and just let Italy win to knock New Zealand out of the World Cup, yeah. Um, but and there that- is
1: also an, there's another game which we'll tackle in a second. I think which um is a similar sort of vibe, isn't there? Um, yes. I tell you what though, the fact just before we move on to that game, if and we are talking very much ifs now, if Uruguay do beat New Zealand, that is the day before the France game. So, what are you thinking if you are Italy going into that game, yeah. and knowing that a win against probably the favourites for the tournament um, gets you out of the group in what's been probably a quite underwhelming tournament for you so far? That would I mean, be unreal, wouldn't it? And I tell you what, it has been known for Italy to do France. It has been known the disappoint. The di- yeah, but it was. I think the last time was in about
0: twenty thirteen. So it's been a while. Um, but the the the. Upsetting thing for Italy is because it is a World Cup, France can't just put out their under-20s. They
1: have to play the World Cup squad and well, I believe France's squad is already out, isn't it? I don't know. I will but I France, will confirm this information. France's um, team, even obviously, even if they put out their
0: second team at the World Cup, is still very, very good, as we've seen. So
1: yeah, and it is um it is gonna be um, a crazy match, but I don't think we'll have to worry about that because I don't think um it will okay. get that far. Right.
0: Um the other games from last week, I just wanted to touch on briefly, um, well, Scotland dismantled Romania. Darcy Graham is so good. Um, I think watching that, he just, he was the difference, really. Um, Just tore through Romania. And for me, uh, it was, watching the game, it was kind of obvious. I think um, Gregor Townsend put them out there. Stein on one wing. Stein, Stein, not Stein. Um, Stein on one wing and Darcy Graham on the other. And basically went, right, whoever, go and play, earn yourself a shirt for next week. Obviously, do hands on the one wing. Go and earn yourself a shirt for Ireland game. And if he doesn't pick Darcy Graham now, I think it's a big mistake because he's just
1: so, so good. So I I agree. I think Darcy Graham is awesome. And um, I know you specifically have uh, have sung his praises for a long time, haven't you? Um, Yes. I think... Uh, sort of listening to a couple of other people in the ex- uh, in, in the, the rugby arena, I think Jim Hamilton especially has been banging the drum this week for Kyle Stain to start over Darcy Graham, purely based on game styles. I think the amount that um, Ireland might try and batter them in the air, obviously looking at how uh, Blair Kinghorn's not been particularly convincing, despite his, uh, his sort of stature under the high ball this, this tournament. I know South Africa really found him out with that. Um do you perhaps put Carl Stein in there as a little bit more of a sure option for Darcy Graham? I don't think he's or very good in the air. No,
0: that's the
1: thing.
0: his size. He's big. A bigger unit, but I don't think he's overly great in the air. Like if he was an excellent player in the air, I'd be like, yeah, fair enough. But I don't like really think he is.
1: You don't think it's enough to over overthrow no. Darcy Graham's sort of technical and, ability in open play.
0: And the other thing is, <laughs> excuse me, um, he if if you're going to play Ireland. You're gonna to need to score some points, I think. Scott, there's no way Scotland can win this game 12-6. I don't think I don't think they can win it that way. I think if they're gonna win it, they're gonna to have to go out there, allow your Finn Russells to play and try and outscore Ireland. Um, because I don't think they have the ability to control, and if it's a really tight game, beat Ireland. Because I, I, I just don't think they have the overall better squad to do it. I think they need to go out smash them about, move them around and then get Duan and, and Darcy Graham with Hugh Jones tearing apart the back line and, and Blair King on and use that pace in the backs. And for me, when you've got a player like Darcy Graham you need that explosiveness uh, and speed and just overall talent to do it. Because yeah, I just I don't see if it's a tight tense tactical game. Just can't see anybody but Ireland winning that.
1: Yeah, and I, th- I think you're probably right as well. Um, I th- yeah, I, I think sort of to sort of echo that I think Scotland are probably at a point now where they need to throw that hail Mary, don't they and um I think to do that you put all of your best playmakers on and you try and unwrap the Ireland team. I don't think uh, we we know Ireland are fantastic at every single asset of the game we we know that now that they, they've fronted up against South Africans, which was was a doubt... We've seen them rip teams apart wide. We've seen them dog it out through the middle. We've seen a strong kicking game. The, the Organisational-wise, they are they are phenomenal. Nothing short of world-class. Nothing short of the best in the world, at it. Um, so I think if you're Scotland, there is no point dampening your game plan to try and overthrow Ireland because they've got the best at everything. So you may as well stick to what you're good at and try and yeah. un- unwrap that, um, that Irish yeah. team.
0: Like, trying to contain them is just not going to work. And also the other thing is, if you're playing in that style... Well, a lot of people, I think there's a bit of a debate who, who is better, Johnny Sexton or Finn Russell. Um, if you were going to say game manager who's better, it's not close. As a game manager, Johnny Sexton is so far clearer of Finn Russell. Um, and obviously there's other aspects where Finn Russell, you choose Finn Russell every time. But uh, if if you, so for that to happen, I think they've got to go and play to the strengths of their players. It's why I think this is the thing we spoke about with England. You've got all these ta- very talented players, and you're not necessarily playing to their strengths. I think Ireland do that exceptionally well, and I think if Scotland are going to have a chance, you can't you try and game manage against Ireland because they're just better than everyone at doing it. Go out, play free, open attacking rugby, and see where it gets you. Ultimately, it might not get you there because Ireland, as we saw against New- uh, against South Africa, excellent, excellent defence, and are just excellent everywhere. But at least if you've gone and had a go and play your own style, I feel like you, they can come out of that game and be like, okay, we tried, ultimately, we were in a pool with South Africa and Ireland, arguably the two best teams in the world, and we gave them both a good game. Like, you can hold your hands up and say that. Whereas if you go, don't play your proper style and then lose, you or you kind of be like, wish we'd gone and had a go.
1: Yeah, exactly that. And that's that's the ultimate thing, isn't it? The, the sort of the regret that may come of it and the, the what could have been that, that will come after it. But yeah. I suppose it leaves us with one question in terms of that game, James. Who, who do you fancy is going to win?
0: Ireland. I just think Ireland... The thing is, uh, yeah, Ireland, I think Ireland too good. And if you ask me this second, any team in the world who who wins, I think I'd I'd back Ireland.
1: So just looking at possibilities for Scotland to get out of the group, right? Because I don't think... I don't think... They A, have to win. They they have to win, obviously. Yeah, they have to win with a bonus point, don't they? Scotland to, to well get
0: again that even more backs up our point of if they they have to get the far, they have to get four tries. So you might as yeah. well go and go because if but you win, does
1: that mean so? Well, as they... it stands, as it stands, so to go out for Ireland and Scotland to both go through, Scotland need to score to win with a bonus point, and mm-hmm. Ireland need to win with two bonus points, or just one bonus point.
0: Ireland can't win with two bonus points, what?
1: (laughs) Uh, Sorry, lose with two bonus points. Right. Does it go to -to head-to-head, or does it go to points difference? I don't know. Just thinking, because Scotland would end up on the same points as South Africa. So would that mean... Well, they'd all have lost one,
0: then. They'd all have lost one game, wouldn't they?
1: But the head-to-head would say that South Africa beat Scotland, so they would go through if it goes to head-to-head first. Yeah,
0: I don't know, if I'll be honest.
1: I will try and verify this as we go to, to confirm. Either way, that is going to be an incredibly tense match just based on, on that. Imagine Ireland go out in the group stages. Well,
0: can Ireland go out in the group stages?
1: If if Scotland beat Ireland with a bonus point and yeah. Ireland don't pick up any bonus points, they go out in the group stages. Hi. Because Scotland would then go to 10, uh, go to 15, sorry. South Africa are already on 15 and Ireland would remain on 14. Oh, did they,
0: who did they not get a bonus point against?
1: Um, South Africa, I guess. Yeah. And,
0: they, South they Africa got a, and, you, and South Africa got a losing bonus point, didn't
1: they? Yeah, so South Africa are sitting pretty at the top of the table right now. Yeah,
0: yeah. it's because South Africa got a losing bonus point in their game.
1: Yeah of course it was bloody 80 13 8 was wasn't it and yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, uh...
0: and then uh Scotland got a losing bonus point in their game against South Africa did they yeah.
1: so it's a very realistic prospect for Scotland to knock Ireland out on on the uh, on this weekend
0: what happens if they're all on 15 because then it then it can't go to head to head surely because they've all got a head to head on each other
1: <laughs> i guess then it would come down to points well it would go down it would go down in sort of a linear linear fashion right because it would be Oh, yeah it wouldn't because it, yeah no very true yeah, yeah. so then, I think beat, then it would go down Scotland would points. have
0: beaten ireland and ireland would have beaten south africa and south africa would have beaten scotland you're in this loop.
1: yeah so it would be a points difference thing then i guess
0: yeah yeah um moving away from that group uh onto potentially the biggest game of last week um or closest,
1: anyway, uh, was the Fiji-Georgia game. So just, sorry, Um, just before we move on. So the Rugby World Cup goes down to um, permutations based on, um, the Rugby World Cup permutations start with Um, head-to-head. So I believe that if we have a look at... And the head-to-heads would all be equal. If they're all no, only... So if, if they all become equal, then it goes to points difference, but the initial heads to heads go from there. So I don't think there's a way that yeah, I don't know, it gets a little bit confusing. So England, Scotland must defeat Ireland and deny Ireland a losing bonus point to finish second in the head to head. If right. Scotland win with a bonus point and Ireland secure a bonus point, points differential will top will determine who tops Paul B. With head-to-head or determining who finishes second, so if Scotland win with a bonus point, but Ireland also get a bonus point, it will then come down to who has the better points differential out of Scotland and Ireland.
0: Apparently, that is
1: and South Africa. uh, No, so just just based on that to start with, but then Scotland must win by twenty-one points or more to claim the top spot ahead of South Africa. So if Scotland win, they haven't beaten Ireland by more than 21 points. I think we can safely say that. Yes. So
0: so they basically have to get a bonus point win and stop Ireland being getting himself. two
1: bonus points
0: or one. No, they can't let Ireland get one bonus point.
1: No, so I think so I, be- I believe if Scotland so, if, if Scotland, Ireland and South Africa all end up on two bonus 15. points, uh, sorry, all on 15, um, it will start with head-to-head. No, sorry, it will start with bonus point uh, points differential to determine who will top the group. So, who's then up? Head-to-head determines who finishes second.
0: So, currently, who's got the most uh, best points differential?
1: So, the best points differential, as it stands, is Ireland on 122.
0: And South Africa, um,
1: hundred seventeen.
0: Oh, so it could even change because obviously I was going to say if, 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 if Scotland, Scotland win better, and
1: then Ireland's go down.
0: Yeah, as I said, if it's much better, then it wouldn't matter because Scot Ireland have to be within the seven. But Ireland could be within the seven and then put them below South Africa. And then, and then it'd be head to head between Ireland. Not because and then Scotland.
1: that would mean South Africa go out because no, Ireland win the head to head.
0: No, because South Africa don't count the head to head. If they've got the best points they free.
1: Oh, then they're top and then Scotland. Oh, my they go. Goodness. And then it's
0: Ireland Scotland head to head.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> it's confusing. This Paul B is going to be absolutely mental. Can you imagine That's Unless be...
0: Ireland just smoke Scotland and then no <laughs>
1: matter. <laughs> just check in. No, okay. Tonga can't. Tonga haven't got any wins. Yet. Tonga, uh, got Tonga haven't got any points I was just gonna have a look. If 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 we threw a Tonga in the mix, it might be too much. Yeah. Um head to, okay. head to head to head to head. Um, So basically what we've established from Paul B Is just
0: It's confusing as fuck
1: Yeah um, And it's pretty much going to be very similar Actually no, it's going to be way easier with the Fiji and Wales group Isn't it? So um, I guess it's a good time To move on to Paul C
0: Yes, and I was about to say about Fiji uh, In the closest game Uh, Before we move on to that, obviously in a bit more of a sombre mood um, Hearts, feelings, prayers Everything go out uh, to Tua Sova, who obviously If you haven't seen, has lost his son I believe seven years old. Um, uh, I I believe it was after a long term illness. So I think it is something that was potentially ex- uh, expected. Um, and the players decided not to go back home for the funeral, um, so that you can play in this game against Portugal this weekend and then in the quarter final. Um,
1: and obviously, yeah, it's horrible, horrible news. But um, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a difficult one, isn't it? Yeah, thoughts go out to the families, obviously, um, and everyone involved with it. It it's, c- can only imagine what that that can can sort of be like. Um, truly, truly heartbreaking news. And um, I mean, I, I don't really want to comment on the decision. I think we should, as a as a page in a podcast, not comment on it. Um yeah. a we're lot just gonna people... respect
0: his decision, haven't we?
1: Exactly that. We're not in that situation. We don't know the the the, the ifs, the buts, the maybes of of what they've considered and. The fact that some people are just thinking he's just blown the, the decision and to just completely not considered it to, to go and play and, and people calling him selfish for doing so, I think is, is absolutely obscene. So, it's it's at the end of the day, Joss were to us so over is the player involved with this and, and that's where the decision lies and I think that's pretty much the be-all and end-all of it. Um, so, yeah, we wouldn't want to comment at all, we just want to sort of pay our respects and, um, yeah, best wishes to obviously all the, the family and everything because it must be a, a truly horrific time for them all.
0: Yeah, it must be. And the, the whole Fiji squad um, in general. Uh, But I feel like that could really rally them together uh, and potentially... Um, you know
1: they're a tight-knit group anyway, right? Yeah, push um... them on
0: to big things. So we see, obviously, they nearly fumbled the bag, though, last weekend, Uh, before we talk about the Portugal game. I mean, I, I kind of... I don't know whether I said that on the podcast last week, so I can't quite remember, but I remember saying, at least to my brother, that... um. It'd be the most Fiji thing ever to go and beat Australia and then lose to Georgia the next week and throw it all away.
1: It um, really yeah, it. they
0: tried. They tried to do it, didn't they?
1: <laughs> yeah, they they definitely did, and I think that that pressure now just kind of goes rolls onto this weekend, doesn't it? And I think as we'd assume that they beat beat Portugal, but we've seen Portugal really put out a good shift in in the in the games they've played. They they surprised surprised Wales early doors, didn't they? Picked up a draw against Georgia, which was massive. Yeah. Um, and now they only need. Um, well, a point to, to equal Australia, two points to to go ahead. Um, but they they still need a result at least, don't they? So it's going to be a big game coming in against Portugal, who are no doubt going to try and spoil the party. Before um, we
0: talk more about the moving forward, did you see the Livani bottia offload when they needed oh, it? Oh
1: mate, do you know what I tweeted as soon oh, as that God. happened? I t- should, how I tweeted? Yes, as soon as that happened, I just said, um. Lavani Bottier is one of the best players on the planet. Like he is he is in that conversation absolutely with with the best players need, on the planet. When they right needed now. him,
0: just took off, got tackled, and then up off the floor, offload. Uh, it was fit, uh, absolutely disgusting exactly when they needed it and won them the game. And that is, it was just outstanding. He's a skill.
1: Um, yeah, he is a, he's an absolute joke of a player. I, I don't think we've seen a more rounded player.
0: Yeah, no, he he is excellent, excellent. Um and he, he is my favorite player in the world to watch. I mean, yeah, no, he, he's brilliant, I think. The way he can conducts himself. And the the other thing is I'm I'm always confused by him because he always looks like he's blown out his ass and then just carries on going. But like the whole game after about two minutes, he looks like he's done. And he's still there in the 75th minute going. <laughs> it, it always confuses him.
1: Lures you into false sense of security.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they should ultimately beat this Portugal team. Uh, as I said, this news, I, I'd imagine will bring them all together. And I wouldn't be surprised if we saw the best of Fiji that we've seen so far in this tournament. Um, and they really put on a show in the Fiji that we know come out to play. I really um, hope so. Yeah, and, um... I really think that could be the way forward and and give them a deserved place in this, in this quarterfinal because they have been solid for this tournament um obviously kind of robbed in the Wales game and apart after that being being very very good. so hopefully we can see that um if nothing else for two is over um here here
1: I suppose and, the, the question with it is James is what is the Wales Georgia game a dead cert?
0: I think so. um going into this tournament I what well, we all predicted we did our predictions we spoke quite openly about how we thought Georgia were a threat in this group with Australia and Wales not going too well. We know what Fiji are like and as they showed last week, but Georgia have been awful. Georgia have been my disappointment of the tournament. I think Um, as yeah, as I just said, really thought they could cause a splash and have been battered really by Australia. um, And then drew with drew with Portugal and I know, I mean Portugal have shown themselves quite well, but really, really thought Georgia
1: could push on, not not like be looking upwards at the table, not down. Yeah. I I do think though, then this is probably I'll make this my outlandish prediction of the uh, of the week. I actually think they're going to beat Wales. Um purely because I think there's a little bit of history there, isn't there, over the last couple of years. Um Wales will wanna would wanna beat them and secure their spot at the top of the table. Um, but I reckon Georgia will want to go out with a bang. They know they've got, they can beat this um, Welsh team. I think what Georgia have done in in previous weeks and going into the the into the World Cup, obviously me and you had, I wouldn't say high hopes for Georgia. I don't think we we expected them to do anything sort of extraordinary.
0: No, we didn't expect them to get out of the group, but we thought they could pick up a scalp.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and, and cause cause problems for these teams at least, right? And. Um, yeah, I think the performance against Australia certainly the first half was was very underwhelming. I think that sort of set the tone. But I think what I expected of them was to to rely on their foundation of a a, a famous a world famous sort of pack that they've got with their scrummaging ability and uh, and all of that good stuff, and then start to play with your your um, talents, uh, Kveseladze, uh, um, Niniashvili, uh, your Shakaza, all of these sort of guys coming in and playing really well um, off the back of that that set piece oh, and platform. That
0: Certainly, how they beat Italy, la- uh, sorry, Italy,
1: Wales last year was it? Because that, that, and I think outside of Jack Morgan, I think outside of Jack Morgan, yeah, it was close, wasn't it? It wasn't. Yeah.
0: Um, Thirteen ten, they won. I think it was last, in last autumn.
1: Um, just dogged. They they've,
0: they've tried to. I, I kind of respect the way they've gone because we saw it in a bit pre-season, uh, pre-tournament. They really tried to attack wider and, and use their backs a bit more, but. And I I kind of respect they're trying to develop their game and add more elements to it. But sometimes it's just, you've got to go keep... If you do something very well, just keep doing that. Um, Especially don't change it just before a big tournament.
1: Yeah. And I I do think there's an aspect of Georgia that will go back to type. I think if you look at the Welsh pack, I think the two that have really impressed me this year, or this tournament, sorry, I should say, is Jack Morgan and Will Rollins. I think both of them have looked um, fantastic. But maybe Georgia will... Will just feel like if they really impose themselves in that area of the game, they can neutralise some of that threat. And I think all of the teams that have typically not done great against Wales have really struggled on their fundamentals. You look at if Georgia kicked their kicks, if if Australia's lineout went a little bit better, well, if if Australia's lineout went at all, um, then maybe there was a little bit more. I think if Portugal offered just that little bit more, they could have stressed Wales out a little bit. Um Wales have been good and they've exceeded my expectations of what we would have seen from them in this tournament. But they certainly haven't had a stern test yet um, outside of probably the Fiji game where they were let off the, the hook a little bit, I thought. So I just hope from, for a Welsh sake, they don't, they haven't taken their eye off the ball yet and haven't just started thinking about the quarterfinals, which is quite easy to do in the spot they're in, first team to qualify and all that. Um yeah. But yeah, I think, I think I think Georgia will be looking to take a scalp here and, and Wales have really got to be on top of their game still, regardless of form going into it. I,
0: I just think Gatland is too good a coach to allow them to slip off. get off. Yeah, I and think I hope they, so. They have been improving week on week. And, and when you look at it, I think they have a chance. Well, they, they are already. If they win this game comfortably or, or, or not even comfortably, say 30, well, 30 to 12 is fairly comfortable, isn't it? But if they win it fairly handsomely. I think they have a very good chance that uh, they'll be in a World Cup semi-final because what we've seen from Argentina so far or potentially Japan I think which Welsh team is good enough to easily beat that and suddenly you're in a World Cup semi-final so um, I I think they've got to be looking at that from a World Cup or going into a World Cup with very very little um, hope really around the team uh, to get into a World Cup semi-final you definitely take that and and then, yeah, they have been getting better and better. So maybe then they can try and cause a shock in the World Cup semi-final.
1: So should I, I tell you what? The, the, I think the term that I think perfectly describes up this Georgian team, and I think we saw it against Fiji, and, and maybe you can say Fiji didn't perform as well as we wanted them to. Maybe you could say Georgia disrupted better. But I think that is the word that I'd use to describe them. And the word i describe describe their, their best chance is disruptive. I think if you can get, we saw how effective Georgie ladze was as sort of a blitz defender against the um, the Fijians. You, you put him trying to disrupt Nick Tompkins, who's a, a key cog in that um, Welsh backline, just sort of blitzing him every time he gets a, a sniff of the ball. You can really take a, a good chunk of um, of their their, their their game out there, and we, we saw Cabeza-Ladze work against Tuasova Naisalavu, and and he did a really good job. So against Nick Tompkins, who's a fantastic player, but a much smaller man, he can he can get into, into his face maybe and, and maybe disrupt that attacking sense and then sort of drive them back to the, the forwards, um, which they, yeah. they, they and, yeah, fancy themselves.
0: To be honest, from what I remember, the, the Wales game, they'll win this game as long as they respect Georgia. Um, yeah. When they played last year, they just thought they'd batter them, especially out wide. Um, and with the players they've got, the Josh Adams, the Reece Sammet, uh, they just didn't try to hit it up at all, just tried to go around them every time. And Georgia too switched on for that. But as long as Wales just make sure they throw a few through the middle, uh, throw George North at the middle, and then go wide, when you've got the talent and the pace of Josh Adams, and Reece Sammet, Liam Williams, you're going to
1: probably win this game fairly comfortably, I'd imagine. <laughs> Yeah, I think you, you'd think so. And to be honest, I will say I'm actually like enjoying the way that the Wales play, and I'm enjoying the sort of shit out three of them having a, a a pretty poor run up to the World Cup, and now now looking to turn it on. So um, I do wow. I do genuinely hope they go quite well against uh, Georgia. Yeah, yeah,
0: and it'll be interesting as well because I think there will be parallels come, um, between obviously Gatland and Balfwick came into the job fairly similar times, and. You just suggested England have the more talented squad, so uh, if uh, Gatland definitely looks to have been getting them to play in a in a much better style, I would suggest. Um, anyway, stop. I'll stop bashing England though. Uh, on to South Africa quickly before we go on to Pool D, um, and just want to to raise something that's come out of that game. Not really too much at the South Africa Tonga game; they won comfortably, but uh, Mapimpi. Did pick up a facial injury. Uh, uh, he broke his cheekbone, um, which did no good for my fantasy at all because he came off after about 10 minutes or something. Um, and he has been replaced. And it actually may be a good thing for South Africa, I think, in the long run. Uh, Am has come back in. And I only ever call him Am because I can't say his first name. And uh, Am has come back in, firm than he. And uh, he's, he's now recovered from injury, which I think could be massive for them because I think he is arguably the best thirteen of the world, or he's definitely up there. And if he can come in, I think he is a step up from Jesse Creel and Mappimpy was not in the squads. Um, oh, in the yeah, wasn't being in the matchday squads in the games against um, Ireland, so they, they're not going to miss too much because I think Arendza and and Colby were their starting wingers, so if you can get your starting 13 back into the squad, um, that is going to be good news for South Africa.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, yeah, I think... Well, so. not, to to
0: wish, not to wish
1: ill on my pimple, but... <laughs> yeah, so, um, is, is it the same... I, I, I've not really read too much into it, but it's the same sort of injury that DuPont's had, isn't it?
0: Uh, yes, I believe so.
1: Yeah, so hopefully we, we we do see him by the end of the tournament, depending on how far they go, obviously. Well, um,
0: that's the difference, isn't it? They've sent him home, and we brought in a replacement. Oh, have they?
1: I didn't realise they sent him
0: home. So maybe, yeah.
1: maybe it's a little bit more serious.
0: Yeah, Am. Um, that's what I mean. Am's been brought in as a replacement for the
1: squad, so he
0: can't come back right, in because of and
1: this is another injury. Yeah, sorry, that's me being dense that. That's me being dense. Um. Yeah. No. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's it. it I suppose it depends on um, uh, Am's fitness levels. Yeah. Yeah. Fully does. It, oh. it, yeah,
0: it fully does. But I just think when you've got a player that talented um, and who's obviously starting generally for your team to have him come, come back in for the knockoffs, off, knock knockouts, especially when he's potentially fresh,
1: could could be good. Do you perhaps send Kanan Moody to the wing?
0: Well, Arenda and, and um, Colby will start anyway, won't they?
1: Yeah, but I'm just thinking: do Do you want to get Kane and Moody into the team because he is a? Do you know what I mean he is that sort of? Yeah, I think Caden Moody's been one of the, the, the standouts. They,
0: they haven't started. They didn't start Mapimpi after he scored how many tries he scored the other week. Um, was it three or four in a game? Um, and then the next week he was dropped from the squad. So I don't think uh, that's going to happen. But I, I could definitely see Am coming in for. Uh, Jesse Creel. Uh, looking into the pool D and England's up is happening, but realistically England should win that fairly comfortably. Uh, so not going to look into that too much. But the big one is actually Japan-Argentina, which I mean, coming into the tournament if you told me Japan have a good chance of beating Argentina and getting through to the quarterfinals I would have thought bloody hell, yeah, what's happened to England? Um, but it's actually bloody. I was up and show Argentina because they came into this tournament, and I think, well, I definitely
1: thought they were going to be a
0: lot, hell of a lot better than they had been.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, 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 well, I think we both backed them to the top of the group, didn't we? I think most people did. Yeah, and they, they have been at this point now, and they obviously to lose to a fourteen-man England side who was in the form that they were in. Well, it got battered by life. England as well. It wasn't. It didn't just lose, did they? Well, it was the it was the most unforced errors we've seen in a tournament. Um, in a, in a single game within a tournament, sorry, from Argentina. So it just sort of sums up the sort of level that they were playing at. Um,
0: and then they didn't Cambridge, play well
1: against Samoa. Yeah. They, they've not, they've not jumped straight in and to, like sort of made up for that. Have they? It's, it's been, it's been pretty poor so far and Japan, I, I mean, I don't think they've been unbelievable, but they've been steadily yeah. very good, I think. So it's, well, I think it's going to be closer than most people, most people think. And I, uh, I think I might actually be back in Japan. Just looking at the the results against Samoa, Japan beat them by
0: nine. Argentina beat them by six. So it's very very close.
1: Yeah, it is. It is very close. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see. That would be a see. hell
0: of an upset. I think this. If, if Japan win this, it's a bigger upset than when they beat South Africa. No. Yes, in the sense of they're out of the group. That's the that's the that's yeah. But what? they got out
1: of the group because of the win with South Africa. No, they didn't. Yeah, well, of course they did. If they didn't win that, then they wouldn't have gone out of the group, would they?
0: I don't think they got out of the group. I think they didn't get through out of the group. They just this, this some... will be
1: their third consecutive semi final if they get out at uh, quarter final if they get out. Is
0: it? I don't yeah, think I they'd
1: think... ever be that. Yeah, I think that I'm ninety percent sure this is their third consecutive semi uh, quarter final. Is it? How is it? They're so bad.
0: How are they out? All they're the
1: not time. that bad. I don't know why you've got this in your head that Japan are like awful. We, we had are. this discussion last week with Japanese rugby, didn't we? Yeah, and
0: I said they're still awful.
1: They're not. That you, you've got that so wrong. They're not awful. They are. That they're, they're really not awful. Uh, okay, maybe they didn't get out of the, the pools in two thousand fifteen, but they did in two thousand nineteen. So okay. it's their second second consecutive in two thousand. Are you
0: sure they definitely got out of the pools? Who
1: was telling me? Okay,
0: because yeah, in twenty fifteen, because they they beat because South Africa were really bad that tournament. I'm pretty sure South Africa finished bottom of the ball.
1: Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. We got it here. So, in two thousand and fifteen, they finished two points behind Scotland, so didn't make it out of the group. Yeah, um,
0: South Africa finished bottom.
1: And then, mate, in two thousand and fifteen, they topped. The, in two thousand nineteen, they topped the group.
0: It was in their group:
1: Ireland, Scotland, Samoa, and Russia.
0: Scott, what the hell? They
1: they want all of their games, James. See, I told you they beat Ireland and Scotland. They want all of their games.
0: You never told me they beat Ireland and Scotland.
1: I just said it then. (laughs) (laughs) Scotland, yeah, they beat Ireland, Scotland, Samoa, and Russia to top the group in their home world cup and then got knocked out in the quarters by South Africa.
0: Yeah,
1: how do they beat? How bad were Ireland? Ireland are awful. What the Uh, hell? Ireland came second in that group. They beat everyone else but Japan.
0: That's poor by Scotland as well.
1: I mean, Scotland weren't great at the time, were they? Scotland weren't in a great spot. Um, well,
0: clearly not. They lost to Japan.
1: Mate, Japan are better than you think. They are. You need to start giving a bit of credit to Japan.
0: No. Did you see think, how easily England turned them over?
1: I think you need to... You need to... Admit...
0: Well, I'll give you a team, and I'll ask you: Who do you think will beat them, if they beat them?
1: Okay. New Zealand. Yeah, New Zealand win.
0: Italy. Either way. No, I think ninety percent of the time, if if Italy hadn't just been
1: smashed right by New Zealand, you'd definitely say Italy. I mean, maybe yeah, but I don't think it's not clear Argentina. Japan. I just predicted Japan to win. I think Japan. Yeah, wins. well,
0: I don't think they do. <laughs> Fiji.
1: Fiji I think Fiji yeah.
0: Scotland Scotland Australia Japan No I think Australia still do them South Africa South Africa Exactly Ireland
1: Ireland You can't see the France. France Tonga Japan
0: I think that's very close I actually don't know which way that goes
1: Mate, Tonga have bloody not got a point in this World Cup, and Japan has sat here with nine looking at a win against Argentina to get out of the group. Yeah, but Japan have played Samoa and Japan. Him. Samoa beat Tonga going into the World Cup, James, and then Japan but, just did Samoa. Yeah, but look at who's in Tonga's group. Yeah, but no, but what I'm saying is, in the run up to the World Tonga, Cup. Tonga?
0: You say Tonga have got no
1: points. Tonga have played Scotland, yeah, but okay, <laughs> South Africa, it, and Ireland. How are you? Ignore, ignore to get that then. Ignore that then. Samoa. Played Tonga in the run-up. Samoa beat Tonga, and now Japan have just beat Tonga.
0: Well, I think Tonga. Uh, would J-
1: Japan have just beat Samoa. Sorry, I should say. I think Tonga would be, should be, Japan. Why? On what ground? Because I just think they're better. Yeah, but you just don't. You just don't know about Japan, James. Do you? Just it's, well, it's, it's okay not to not good. know about Japanese rugby. It's okay. They're very good. It's well, clearly they are very good. Because we're talking about them getting out of the group. <laughs> England beat them 34-12, and we know how bad England are. Yeah, but England... Oh, James, you're winding me up now. How? What, what am I stating this wrong there?
0: England battered them, and England are shit.
1: You, there is no premise to say Japan are a bad team as of right now.
0: They're not a top 10 team in the world.
1: I don't know. I wouldn't like to make a comment on that off the top of my head, but I don't know. Well, they're not, because you've listed 10 teams that you're better than them.
0: Because the top know, 10 James. in the world, Australia are ninth, Argentina are 10th. And I, I would back both of those to still beat Japan. Italy well, are 11th.
1: We'll see. we'll see. We'll Italy, see. Italy we'll... are 11th. So you said, you said Argentina are going to beat Japan this weekend? Yes. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll see then, won't we?
0: But then uh, also, to be fair, Arge- Ar- Argentina are a lot worse than I thought, clearly. Because I thought Argentina were going to top this group and fairly comfortably. And they've been
1: blimmin' awful. Basically. basically, James, you just don't know ruggers. <laughs> Is it? you don't know Robert. who's
0: winning in the fantasy
1: I, <laughs> I knew you were that. it's not important not <laughs> who important.
0: wins on all the prediction things not a
1: it's not important that's what I thought
0: that's what I thought
1: not important don't
0: not know important. ball chash we've
1: it. been quite we've been quite conflicted over the last couple of weeks we've brought out a little bit of argument with each other haven't we I know it's because you're wrong and I'm right <laughs> right okay.
0: okay well hang on who, who did you have to win the world cup do you remember
1: um Japan did you? I still obviously, got my page here. Obviously Have I, not. I, think, other... I think I had France. I think I had France.
0: I've not got a quarterfinal right. Have you not? So I had uh, Fiji England, which. Yes, is that's
1: going to be right,
0: isn't it? Oh, yeah, that would happen. England will play Fiji. Yeah, probably. That will happen. Then Ireland France, which won't happen. Um, Argentina Australia. Which definitely isn't happening. And New Zealand, South Africa. Yeah, there you go then. It's not very good But is it? I got seven of the eight quarter finalists. I just got I just underrated Wales and overrated Australia.
1: Yeah, I think I have got I think I've got the same I think I've I've flipped that though. I don't think i got I don't think I had Australia going through.
0: No, I think you did. I think we did because we were low on Wales going into the tournament. We were low.
1: Well, you know what? I don't have my record of it, so let's just say I got them all right.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay.
1: We just say that then. Yeah, we'll just we'll just chalk that one down as me being completely right. Um, right,
0: we've turned this into a mess. There is Prem rugby coming soon, and we're very excited. Um, obviously, Prem rugby is our forte, um, and that is obviously not this weekend, weekend after. Um, so as long as me and Will get our ass into gear. There is going to be a lot of content coming um, in the next week and a half, two weeks, three weeks, a month uh, about Prem, um, and we're very excited for that to return.
1: Um, yeah. Be great. Keep your eyes peeled, guys, because there may be some double episode weeks um, where Maybe. we have a Prem dedicated uh, pod and a, um, a World Cup dedicated pod. So stay tuned. As always, let us know yes, what you like, as well. what you don't like.
0: If the World Cup's any good, if the games are not really that interesting, nothing really interesting happens, we won't do a podcast because they just, there's no point.
1: Not a dedicated podcast. There, there'll still be a yeah, podcast. Yeah,
0: yeah, there'll still be a podcast. Um, but we're back to the Prem and I'm very excited. I don't
1: know why. The World Cup's yeah, done buzzing. a little bit recently. I'm buzzing. We've hit a little bit of a lull, haven't we, with a lot of the groups being sort of decided um, outside of Pool B, B, which we've we get into
0: knockouts, then we, every game's competitive. Every game you see in top quality rugby, I think that's when you can get really back into it. So,
1: yeah, completely agree. So, um, yeah, stay tuned. Keep in touch with our social medias at Rugby Collective, um, and we will try and get as much content as we can out because we are very excited for the coming weeks. Because um, I think all the rugby is very exciting. But anything else to add, James?
0: Uh, Japan are crap, and
1: uh, England are going to win the World Cup right and on that well, i'll probably get trademarked to say that other one on that statement um we will see you on the next one bye bye <laughs>